right. Me too. I'm excited about preaching tonight because <laughs> not that I'm not always excited. I am, but <laughs> that's right. Finally, <laughs> it's just one of my favorite subjects, and it probably is yours too. I guess we maybe have been taught. I would say taught to death, but we've been taught to life, right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the name of this message is Walk by Faith and Not by Sight. Amen. Amen. And I'm telling you, every time I uh, I get into the Word and study and pray about faith, it just reminds me of the time that I came into the faith message and just the excitement of learning about faith and what faith is and how faith works and that we could actually operate in faith i guess that i could actually operate in faith it was just such an exciting time to me and i think i'm just as excited tonight as i was back then (laughs) because what a way to live what a way to live to live by faith hallelujah Hallelujah. i i think that you know i feel sorry for people who don't know about faith and I know it's probably been over, you know, reached and overtaught and too many steps and too many, but I don't care. I love it. Amen. I love it. And, um, it has brought so much joy to me through the years, so much relief to me. And just like you, all of us have been through tough times, hard times, challenging times, times when we thought we were going to die. And you see God's hand when he, uh, you know, when he tells you those things that you can repeat, all you have to do is just repeat what he yeah. says and, uh, uh, and walk in that faith. Praise God. God. What a way to live. And we're supposed to live that way as Christians, you know, as born again Christians, yeah. not just faith people, but as believers, all of us, yeah. Baptist, Methodist, Presbyterian, amen. All of us are supposed to live by faith. Hallelujah. So we're going to just review. I'm sure it'll be a review tonight, but I believe that uh, we'll be empowered by God's word. So let's start with 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and we'll go to the Lord in prayer. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Father, we thank you for your holy written word. It is life. It is faith. It is peace. And tonight I thank you, Lord, that as we listen, our ears are anointed to hear what you're saying to us. I thank you for uh, a new stretching of our faith. I thank you for um, an expansion. And, and uh, I thank you also, Lord, that we'll have new uh, faith projects. That yes. this will give us kind of an impetus to to uh, believe you for more in your kingdom. More uh, uh, souls saved and more people filled with the Holy Ghost. And people helped and delivered and and uh, people called into fivefold ministry. And we thank you, Lord, that uh, we just can believe you for lots of action, lots of movement by your spirit in the body of Christ and in the world today. We thank you for it in Jesus name. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter five, verse uh, seven says, therefore, let's see. Oh, verse seven, for we walk by faith. And not by sight. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So we can see here that we are regulated 
we're we're to conduct ourselves and um, regulate our life by our conviction or our belief with trusting God and trusting God. It's a different way of living than uh, the world talks about and um, kind of exhorts us to do. It's um, it's not by sight. We could say the five senses, you know. we, it's not by appearance and what we see on the earth. It's the unseen realm. And so it, it opens up all kinds of possibilities. Amen? Because the world system can be so limited. And, uh, you know, it, it limits us. It limits us by uh, gender and race and uh, education level and, and even economic level and all kinds of, you know, our age. Um all kinds of things. Our experience, it limits. The, the world will limit you and they'll try to put yeah. ceilings on you. And, and that's all that you can achieve because whatever, fill in the blank. And people really like to do that, unfortunately. I don't know what that's about, but maybe envy or jealousy. But with God, the Bible says all things are possible. Yeah. Now, just think about it. That's a wonderful way to live, isn't it? And so with faith. Uh, those things can be possible that you never dreamed possible in the natural realm. That's how we're to walk. Praise God. And that means that the biggest, baddest, sinner person that we've ever known can change, be born again, be filled with the Holy Ghost, and become a tremendous person. Amen? Don't you love that? And I think we need to start thinking more and more like that because, you know, the Bible says that the darkness has become gross, gross darkness in the world. And we don't need to hate people because they're living in that mess. Some of them don't know. They just don't know any better. They're just doing the world's way. They're just flowing with the world system and they've been trapped in it. And so what we can do now is use our faith and believe God that Things start stirring in their life. The Spirit of God moves on them and laborers are sent to them filled with God that they'll listen to. Amen. And that they have a big change in their life and come into the kingdom of God. So, you you know, we can use our faith for all kinds of things instead of condemning people. You know, believe God. I remember uh, the last church I pastored, Goodness of God Church in Panama City, we had uh, somebody break in the church. And steal some stuff, you know. And it was a whole lot of stuff. But to us, it was a whole lot of stuff. Because, you know, with a church, it's expensive to replace things. And uh, everybody was so mad. How dare them, you know. How dare them break in our church when we're not here and steal this and that and the other. And I said, well, what we're going to do, we're going to start praying for this person. Amen. And turn our hearts toward God. For this person, I don't, I'm assuming it was a man. That's probably a bad assumption. It could have been a woman that broke in, but it was heavy stuff that they carried. So I don't know if it could have been a woman to do that, I don't, maybe, but I just said, let's pray for this person that they become born again, that they become filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And uh, let's even believe that they'll come to our church one day. (laughs) And so I don't know if they ever came. I never had anybody confess we broke in your church (laughs) but i do think that sometimes we have to turn our hearts toward god for people and know that they are just sometimes trying to do the best they can in this dark dark world amen and forgive them and pray for them and use our faith 
faith is for all kinds of things. Amen? I mean, you can use your faith on everything and anything. It's such a beautiful uh, force of God. Now, we need to know that faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith begins where the will of God is known. And I really want to make that connection tonight because we have to know what the will of God is if we're going to have faith. We have to know what his will is. And religion, I know I was raised in a church that would say out loud, you can't ever know the will of God. You can't ever know what God's going to do. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. And we'll read that scripture in a minute because you need to keep reading when you read something like that. You need to keep reading. Amen. Um, it says, so as the rain comes down, so is the word. So his word has entered the earth. Jesus, amen, is the word. He made, he was made flesh and he dwelt among us. And so um, now we have the word. We know the word. And the word of God is his will. The word of God is his will. You can know the will of God. In fact, God wants you to know his will so that you can have faith for it. (laughs) Amen. He wants us to know his will. Faith has everything to do with knowing God's will. If the will of God is not known, faith will be absent. And I believe that's why there's a lot of faithlessness is because people don't know Well, I don't know what the will of God is. I don't know what his will is for my life. Do you know you can find out? Amen. He can show you and tell you what his will is for your life. And you can do that through starting right here with the, the old will and the new will right here. The Old Testament and the New Testament. This is the will of God. And we don't need to neglect it. And we don't need to throw it on a coffee table and and not ever open it. Amen. Amen. We need to uh, read the will of God and meditate on the will of God and and make it a, a, a part of your everyday life. Make the word of God a part of your everyday life. I have a, a friend that I was talking to last week and uh, she's just come into the things of God. Very, very new. And she said, I've just started in Matthew, and, and the more I read, the more excited I get. <laughs> and, and it is exciting, you know, if you just open your mind to what it's saying. And, and if you can't understand the King James, do like I do. Get uh, amplified and read right alongside with the King James, or get a New Living Transla- Translation, or even the message, and get, get the King James and get the message, and, and read, maybe it's more in, in our vernacular today, so... It will help you, but get into the Word, because I'm telling you, when you know the will of God, faith starts right then, and you can start believing Him for these things that He's promised. We must know the will of God. We must know uh, what He's saying, and He will do for you, we have a song that says this, He will do for you what the Word says He will do. He will do for you what the Word says He will do. But we have to know, don't we? We can't stay ignorant. We have to know what his word says. So God's word is his will. Now let's look at Romans chapter 10 and verse 17. Romans 10, 17. Familiar verse for those of us who are here tonight. We could probably quote it. 
but I like to read it, don't you? Yeah. Romans ten seventeen. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. There's one way that faith comes, and that's by hearing his word. And you can hear it in different forms and fashions. You know, you can hear it by saying it yourself. Don't you say, don't you hear things you say? <laughs> and I tell you, you believe things you say more than anything else that anybody else says. So it's really important that you put the word of God in your mouth and say it instead of just other people preaching to you all the time. That's wonderful. And it'll bring faith too when you hear others teach or preach or even just fellowship around the word. Faith will come. But it's really important to put it in your mouth and start saying the word of God. It comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you feel like you don't have a lot of faith, then turn on some word. We used to say turn on the cassette player. (laughs) But now you have to do it in different forms, you know. You have to... I don't know what you have to do. I just usually listen to old Brother Hagen things on these newfangled devices or YouTube or something. He's my favorite because uh, he's who taught me this. But faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, you know, some ministers have said hearing and hearing. Notice this is hearing and hearing. And it doesn't say having heard. So it's a present tense. It's everyday hearing. Because, you know, we can let these things slip. The Bible says, don't let the things of God slip from your life. Um, you know, we, we, we kind of are, are vessels and we leak, you know, we get things, uh, even like one of the books I think Brother Hagen has, How to Release Your Faith or yeah. How to Lose Your Faith or something like that. And so when you do, when you use, Turn your faith loose. Yeah, when you do release your faith or turn your faith loose, I believe that you're using that faith and you need to replenish. Amen. You need to fill back up with the Holy Spirit and with the Word. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. You can hear the Word of God in songs. You know, if you don't want to just hear someone preach all the time, turn on some good Word music. Good luck finding it, but you know it's there. It might be, it might be David Ingalls from way back, but God bless him, it's there. Amen. And uh, you can find it if your heart is in it. So listen to some good faith music. I learned a lot of scriptures by music, by the songs, and I, you know, um, I remember First Peter two two twenty four. You know. Um, I am healed, I'm whole. I am healed, I'm whole. <laughs> yeah. Top of my head to the soles, yeah. tip of my toes. First Peter 2, 24 says I am. If I were, where I am. You know that song. Um, that's how I learned First Peter 2, 24. Way, 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 way back. And then uh, Isaiah 53, 5. And you know, you, you can hear a lot of that in music. So, Build your faith. Now look at Ephesians 5.17. Ephesians 5.17. And this is, you know, I know that, again, talking to the, the grace people and grace. This is full of grace. This is the word of grace. So not only are you building faith, but you're also seeing what God's done 
for you through his grace. It's This isn't dead work studying the Bible, you know, unless you make it just a star on your chart type thing or want to brag to people, I spent some time in the Word today. No, you just, you, you know, you get into the Word for life. Amen? Not haughtiness and pride and all that. You just derive life from the Word, and that's why we want it in our lives. Ephesians 5, look at verse 17. And the Bible says here, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Understanding what the will of the Lord is. That tells me that you can understand what the will of the Lord is. Right? He wouldn't tell us to understand it if we could never understand it. So he said, be not unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And along with that, I think that we need to see that wisdom is understanding the will of God. And we can pray for wisdom. Especially for those things in the Word that might not cover our life. You know, the Bible's not going to necessarily tell you where to live unless you put your finger there and it says Jerusalem or something. <laughs> you know, you better really pray about that. But um, uh, I think that, you know, generally, those general questions that we have about our life and um, what we're to do, where we're to live and different situations like that, then you're going to have to pray and ask the Lord for wisdom. Because wisdom is understanding what his will is. And he, the James says he'll give it to you liberally. He's not trying to withhold information from us. He's not trying to withhold his will and just say, we all have to guess this time. You know, just do the best you can. No, he wants us to know his will. And he wants to guide and lead and direct us. And, of course, that might be a whole other teaching. But let's read on just for a minute. Verse 18, be not drunk with wine, we're in his excess, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. So that also would fill us with the wisdom of God, with the understanding of what his will is. And of course, you know, just to throw this in here, speaking in tongues, when you speak in tongues, you're speaking mysteries, things that you might not can figure out in your own mind. But you're praying those things out for yourself and for others. And many times you'll get the interpretation that will be the will of God for you. So that's another gift for you from God to help you know his will. And it's very powerful and it's very real. Um, So let's look at Isaiah 55. We quoted this, but I want you to see it. Isaiah 55 and... uh, We'll look at verse 8. Isaiah 55, verse 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not thither, but watereth the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. For we shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. And you can read the rest. But the point here is, of course, his thoughts aren't our thoughts. 
Can you imagine the vast knowledge of God and the thoughts of God and the ways of God? They're so much higher than man's ways. And the Bible talks about the kinds of wisdom. There's man's wisdom and there's God's wisdom. Well, we want to hook in with God's wisdom and God's thoughts and God's ways. And we can because of the way Jesus Christ has redeemed us from all of the, the ways of the world. Yes. And so now we can connect with Him, and the Bible says, have the mind of Christ. Amen. Now when you have the mind of Christ, you're going to start thinking God thoughts. Yeah. You're going to start thinking like He thinks. And when you have uh, the mind of Christ, you're going to start seeing a, a particular way that God operates. And it's so much different than the world. You really have to reprogram and retrain yourself. Because there's certain things that God will require of you that will kind of blow your mind. Like forgiving people that are been awful. You know? <laughs> that, you know, that's a new thought, a new way when you get born again. Um, and that doesn't mean you sometimes you don't have to, you don't need to have anything to do with them still. You don't have to expose yourself to hurt or harm, et cetera. But in your heart, there's a forgiveness, there's a letting go that God will teach. And that's one of his ways. Amen? We're talking about walking by faith tonight. He also says walk in love. That's a, a way, the way of God. It's just the way he operates. It's his thoughts and his ways. Um, the way of peace, the way of grace. And... Um, Way of the way of joy. I love that part of God. He's a joyful God. He's not mad. He's a happy God. Aren't you glad he's happy and joyful? I was reading yesterday my Bible, my own time with God, about him singing songs of deliverance over us. He's a singer. God's a singer. He's not mad with a big baseball bat. He's happy, probably dancing. He's a, he's a glad God. Amen? Amen? And he said, when you come into my house, there's a lot of gladness because I'm there. There's a lot of joy because I'm the God of joy. Praise the Lord. And um, I think, you know, in the a new international version, it says he sings songs of victory. That, that word deliverance is victory. And that, that's good too, isn't it? He sings songs of victory over us. When we don't always feel so victorious, he's singing a song. And I'm telling you, if you, and you can tap into that song, you'll start singing it. You'll start singing that little song. And it says, we just read it, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. You can connect with a spiritual song like that and it'll make your day. Yeah. Amen. My friend that this summer that went on to be with the Lord, Candace Harrison, she told me, I was asking her because she flowed so beautifully in the gifts of the Spirit and um, especially tongues and interpretation, but prophecy too and, well, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, a lot of the gifts she flowed in beautifully. And her family did. And I know that she received a lot of that from them. But I, I, knew, I know she's de she developed herself there too because, you know, it just it doesn't come on you just because you're a pastor's kid. You know, you have to... Um, apply yourself to the Spirit of God and spend time with Him. And um, so she was telling me about how to flow a little bit with the tongues and interpretation. She said, let me just tell you, the other day I, she was on her treadmill walking and she said, you know, 
um, I was just started to sing in the tongues and then sing in English. And I started singing, the Holy Ghost is a heavenly host who will lead and guide you and to, and to make your life the most. And, you know, her, her, a lot of times her prophecies would rhyme like that yeah. uh, or, or interpretations would rhyme. And just simple little songs. But when you have that flowing out of you, it can be very powerful. Amen. Uh, it, that sounds like a little child song. But it really ministered to her. And it ministered to me coming out of her when she was singing it. That wasn't all of it, but that was the beginning of it. And I thought, how profound just the simplicity of God's songs. Amen? And we can know the will of God by singing. And we can understand the wisdom of God through singing. Music is very powerful. Amen? Even if we're not a musician (laughs) or a vocalist. It's still very powerful. Praise God. So this says in Isaiah 55, uh, his thoughts are not your thoughts. His ways are not your ways. But when you hook into heaven, when you hook into the Lord Jesus Christ, all of a sudden you can operate in his thoughts and his ways and his word. And uh, if we can see verse 11 in the Amplified, it says, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void without producing any effect or useless. In other words, when the word goes forth, it is going to create. It is going to be effective and it will not return without doing something. Don't you love that? Think about that in prayer when you're praying for people. And, And you might not see it right off. You might not see it for years. But I'm telling you, my mother, she's like, been witnessing and prayed for her family for years. And some of them, you know, in the last 10 years have really started. People that I never thought in a million years would go to church and start going to Bible studies and start reading and praying and, and, and calling us excited about the scripture they just read. And you're thinking, what? But the prayers, they, they, you know, they don't return void. They don't return ineffective. They, they are sent and they are accomplishing something in people's yeah. lives. No matter how long it takes, who cares? Amen? The, the end result is that faith and uh, accomplishment of God's will done in their life. Amen? Yeah. And if you wonder if it's somebody's will to be saved, the Bible says it is. It is in, in Timothy, it says that his will is for all men to be saved. So that means Muslims, that means uh, you know, Buddhists, that means atheists, you know, Marxists, that means everybody out there, amen? Because it says all men, it is his will for all men to be saved. Now, we're talking about faith being released, and it starts with knowing the will of God. So is it God's will for that person to be saved? Yes, amen, it is God's will. We don't even have to question it. And... um so it's his will for that person to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. And that means grow up in Christ. Amen. Grow up in the things of God and be one who actually goes forth and brings others to the kingdom of God. So it shall not return void. I remember hearing a story of a man that prayed for his friend to be saved for years and years and years and years and years and years. Never looked like he was going to. In fact, the man died and his friend still 
had not gotten saved, but at the funeral, his friend walked the aisle and was born again. Amen. So see how those prayers can even go past our own lifespan. Isn't that amazing? So pray. Amen. Pray without ceasing. Praise the Lord. And pray the will of God. Now, uh, how will we know the will of God? Well, God's word is his will. We can know the will of God through praying in other tongues and interpreting those prayers. And we can also uh, know the will of God because of what we see Jesus doing on the earth. You know, uh, look at what he did. And his his actions uh, were always what the will of God desired, what the will of the Lord was. I love the story about uh, the man that came to him with leprosy. Do we have a few more minutes? Just like five or less? I'm not keep you all night. Oh, well, I don't want to keep it that long, but five more minutes. Matthew chapter 8. Look at this. This is just one of my favorite stories ever. And when I first heard this talk uh, in healing school by Brother Hagen, I thought, that's just amazing. Uh, Matthew, because it's so clear, Matthew chapter 8, the Bible says in verse 1, Matthew 8, 1, when he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper, worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou will, Wilt is the King James, but it really means, if you will, thou canst make me clean. In other words, he had leprosy, and he said, if you're willing, the Amplified says, if you're willing, you are able to cleanse me by curing me. And Jesus put forth his hand and said, no, only a few people can be healed. (laughs) Just my very favorites, the one who's been a Sunday school teacher for 25 years. Yeah. It didn't say that, especially though. No, it didn't say that, did it? Jesus said, put forth, and he didn't even question him about anything, did he? Put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. I will. His will was established right there in that man's life. And I'm telling you, if you read the word, you'll know that he's, Jesus is no respecter of persons. That means if he said, I will to him, he's saying, I will to you. Well, I just don't know. You know, I had this arthritis in my back for 25 years. It just must be God's will for me to suffer with this. But no, Jesus said, Jesus said, do we believe Jesus? He said, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed it was always his will for people to be healed just like it's always his will for people to be saved it is the will of god psalm 119.89 says the word is settled (laughs) it's settled in heaven amen and i love the uh the second corinthians 120 second corinthians 120 Look there with me. The um, the fact that Jesus always healed it tells us, you know, that he didn't turn away anyone. There was one meeting where just a few people got healed, but he commented there and he said, I could do no mighty work. Well, why couldn't he? Because there was no faith there. Amen. There wasn't, they didn't know the will of God. So he continued to teach them, 
He continued to preach the the gospel, the good news, so that they would understand the will of God. 2 Corinthians 1.20 says, uh, For all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of God by us. So that also tells us once again that any promise of God is yes. <laughs> well, I think he might have meant no this time. No, he didn't mean no this time. He's the yes God. Isn't that nice? Well, do you think it's, you know, do you think it's your will, Lord, for me to be able to pay my power bill? Yes. Yes, it is. It's his will. Amen. Do you think, Lord, I can get rid of this dumpy old car that can barely make it down the street and get a brand new car? Yes. Yes, you can. Don't you love somebody like that? Especially God, because he's always the same. But it's so nice to have even positive people in your life that say, oh, yeah, you can do that. You can do it. You can do it. And that's the way God is. It says it right here. And our responsibility is to agree with it. (laughs) If he says I can, I can. Amen. If he says I can share the gospel, I can share the gospel. If he says I can preach, I can preach. If God says I can sing, I can sing. Amen. If he tells me I can do uh, you know, whatever the word says, lay hands on the sick, then I can, I can lay my hands on somebody and see them recover. Praise the Lord. Um, and we know, of course, we couldn't do this teaching without Romans 10, could we? And so we'll end there. Romans chapter 10 and verse 8. Romans 10 and verse 8 says, um, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee. Now remember, that's the will of God, right? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That's what we're supposed to be preaching. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved for with the heart... Man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So faith sees the end from the beginning. How can we see that? Because we know the will of God. Amen. Remember, faith begins where the will of God's known. So we see the end from the beginning. If we're going through a hard time, let's just say sickness, for instance, and we know First Peter 2, just take that one scripture. First Peter 2, 24. There's tons of others, but let's just say that one. Uh, by his stripes I, I was healed. I, you know, it's past tense. We were healed. So we see ourselves well. Right? We see the end from the beginning. That's our, it might be a little journey in between. It could be a little, you know, here and there and in between. But we can say with confidence, the end of this thing right here going on is wellness, is health. Amen? And God is directing my footsteps. He's directing my words. He's directing my heart. And my heart and my mouth are going to say, my victory lies in Christ and my body is whole. My body is healthy. Amen? It's well. Praise the Lord. And, and I'm telling you, when you, when you do that, you open yourself up to all kind of good things from God. I've seen him do tremendous things, like even with doctors, you know, even with doctors and medicine to make you well. 
or even just supernatural deliverance and miracle to make you well. Or, you know, I've had scriptures that God's given me just to say and just said that for a couple of days and praise God, the healing manifests. Amen. But the main thing is seeing because faith is seeing in the unseen realm. You're seeing what's not there. Your body, you might look at it and it's sick. But you're seeing healing because of the promise of God. Amen. It's so exciting to know that that's part of the redemptive power is seeing the end from the beginning. You can do it with uh, financial things, too. You can see your debt paid off. Amen. Start saying, I'm debt free. I'm yeah. debt free. Praise the Lord. You can say, uh, if you need money, I need $100,000. I've got it in Jesus' name. That's the end. And you say it from the beginning. Amen. Um, all the things that you would need to do, um, you can operate. And we're supposed to walk this way. We're supposed to walk by faith. And it's that heart and mouth connection that's so powerful. Praise the Lord. So hold fast to your profession, your confession of faith. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and let God bless you and those things come to pass. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this time that we get to, to just remind ourselves or learn a little bit about walking by faith and seeing the end from the beginning and knowing your will, your plan. And it's always good. It's acceptable. It's perfect. We thank you for it, Father. And I pray for all of those tonight who, you know, might still have questions about the will of God for their life, especially their journey or where they're to, to go to live or, uh, even what they're to do for you. And I pray right now for divine revelation, for wisdom and spiritual understanding that you'll begin to show them in their heart where they're to live. And uh, what house they're to buy or what place they're to be in and what church to serve in and, and um, uh, anything else, Lord, that you desire to, to show them. I, I just believe that they'll hear from heaven on those very important things. And I pray, Lord, your will, it's, it's settled in heaven. Healing is settled. And we believe you that uh, heaven is on earth now as we declare healing power into every physical body that's listening to my voice right now. We speak healing. We speak recovery. We thank you for restoration. We thank you for miracles. We thank you, Lord God, that you direct their steps. If there's something even in the natural that they're supposed to do or not to do, that you lead them and guide them. The scriptures that they need to put in their mouth, you give it to them, Father. Your word, thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. I pray for financial blessings, for miracles. I thank you, Lord, for for mortgages paid off. I thank you, Father, for cars paid off. I thank you, Lord God, for uh, bank accounts full, uh, a full supply of money in Jesus' name. Where there's lack, I speak abundance and provision. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Credit cards paid off in Jesus' name. And I thank you for wisdom, Father, and divine understanding, divine knowledge as as you uh, continue to give them your thoughts and your ways. For we have the mind of Christ. And I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to say?